to the podcast that's well actually somebody named it and it wasn't me this time uh Uh we have our first listener naming named by somebody not on this podcast uh it was sent in by good friend of the show nate who if you want to catch up with nate just search splinter smith i know that because i listen to the high rack d list every week Uh, if you're not listening to Dungeons and Drake Unbeams, listen, and then that comment will make sense to you. But anyway, this title is fantastic, and it super fits our podcast, which is always trot off the presses. Nice. Yeah, that's a solid. I enjoy that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's that's awesome. Uh, With me, as always is Anonymous Alex and Jenna. How are y'all this week? Heckin' great. Heckin' heckin great, Tim. Great. Fan- why, why are you heckin' great, Jenna? Oh, I was lying. <laughs> I'm good. I'm okay. Not, not to call you out or anything. I had a good weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was a good weekend. It was a yeah. great weekend. Um, uh, Anonymous Alex made her first trip into the United States. We're so she yes. left Canada Minor <laughs> and and came to to visit us. And it was a ton of fun and we did a bunch of really cool stuff and it was great. Hell yeah. We did. And now that I've entered real America, my southern accent is pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, you we almost all... didn't say southern. <laughs> I was just almost. Almost. <laughs> I was so close. The word came out. I was like, should have fixed that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me sell it. Shit. Should have fixed that. <laughs> oh, God. Miles, miles away from where you were when we first started this podcast. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Listen to that earlier, Tobias Maguire, and then you'll really, you'll really be transported. All right. So we read a book. What book did we read, Alex? It's a book called Every New Day by Lauren Brooke. Part of the Heartland series. Healing horses. Healing hearts. You know, the huge. What we normally read. Still doing that shit, are we? Uh, <laughs> still still doing Heartland. I I have no idea how many books are left in the series. I've just given into it at this point. I assume we'll be talking about Heartland forever. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. All right. Right out the gate here, I'm going to say... I know it's Appalachian. Will I switch and say Appalachian halfway through this? It is a possibility. So this is my warning to you. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. I have to do the obligatory Southern thing and say, if you say Appalachian, then I'm going to throw an yeah, Appalachia. Throw an Appalachia. <laughs> I, see, I know the rules. Okay. Oh I'm very scared by like every pronunciation in this summary. So bear with me. <laughs> 
Um, so Amy and Lou are spending a weekend in the Appalachian Mountains, killing it, at a place called yeah. Okanumba. <laughs> Is this a real place? Okay, Okanumba. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, I great, great. That's Sounds great. <laughs> We're in agreement. I was afraid it would be like something wild that I would never have guessed. I mean, I don't think it's far off. Okay. Is there better? Should I? <laughs> never mind. I'm never going to get it right. Let's just keep going. <laughs> uh, there's a man that lives there named Hutton, which you can only say in a Southern accent. There's no other way to pronounce that. Uh, who Amy watches ride a horse totally tactless, and she is amazed by him. It turns out that her mother took Amy there when she was like six and she learned stuff from this guy like T-Touch and then never credited him for it. Just straight up stole his shit and never told anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I guess they learned patience there. Whatever. Not a big deal. Lou is obviously extremely uncomfortable with this guy and his lovely family who live in a sick cabin for no fucking reason. So after one day, she's like, let's go back to Heartland. We can't stay here anymore because reasons. Because Lou's being all fucking weird. They decide to stop at the store and by totally random chance encounter, Amy sees Ty, having not seen him for a single day, runs after him and is like, Ty, oh my God. And then they kiss. But no, Ashley's there. She saw them kiss and she's going to tell people she tells people and like largely nothing fucking happens but like amy's upset about it so uh then amy's like oh i better tell grandpapa so she does because they're like we don't want him finding out from the loads of people that do not give a shit but you know gotta tell him up front um matt's angry he's like literally the only one who cares but like he's dating ashley so how does he have any right to be angry i don't know but he is and then he tells his brother, Hot Scout the vet, and is like, I'm so happy for you. And like, Amy's like, I'm deeply uncomfortable that you or vet Scott is happy for me. Like, why? It's weird. Uh, luckily, we don't have to live in that space for long because Amy and Ty get into a fight and it's like a will they, won't they kind of a thing. Uh, and uh, by the way, during this whole thing, there's a source named Mercury. This seems very unimportant at the beginning, but then becomes important later. And uh, Mercury's the horse of the week who's like used to jump, but then the trainer used wrapped wrapping poles on his legs to get him to jump better. And now he refuses to jump because he was like, I got fucking self-respect. You're going to like knock poles at me over a fence. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to jump anymore. Fuck you guys. I don't know why he's a New Yorker, but here we are. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Get those fucking you poles out of here. Don't fucking hit me with your fucking poles. <laughs> I'm walking here. Anyways. <laughs> Amy... <laughs> It's terrible. Amy and Ty realize that he's uh, super similar to the Reds. So they're like, Ben, ride Mercury, because Mercury's just like Red. And Ben's like, okay. And then he tries to train him like Red. But of course, Mercury has an insane amount of self-respect, so will not respect anything Ben does. Um, In a twist of fate, he does seem to sap Ben's riding abilities out of him. So we can only conclude that Mercury in any form is detrimental to Red and Ben. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I saw a lot of vigorous nodding from Tim. <laughs> yeah. I had made that same correlation. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> um, Amy decides, let's get wild and take Mercury to Hutton to learn the ways of his weird work. Everybody hates this plan, especially Ty. So Amy and Ty fight about it. Then they're like, oh, we're not on the same page with anything anymore. Is our relationship a scam because we don't agree about one thing? Um, and then Amy's like, you know what? I'm going to announce this plan at Sunday brunch. Everyone will love that. And like, everybody hates it there too, (laughs) except her grandpapa, who's like, let me think about it. And then like later that night, he's like, 
Take that fucking horse to hunting. Who gives a shit? Take a week off school. Do your homework, I guess. But whatever. No one cares. This is just wild. But hey. So uh, she tells everybody to get bent. Takes off to Appalachia. Once uh, Hutton ignores her, she's upset. And then <laughs> nobody pays attention to her. And Hutton won't watch her ride. So he's like, hey. 20 minutes after like she's like, watch me ride. He's like, go turn this horse out in a field. And uh, then there's a lot of mysterious walks where he asks questions about basket weaving and Amy fails his weird, mysterious tests because, you know, it's that kind of book. And uh, also his granddaughter, Carrie, is there and she's like, I don't want to work with horses anymore. I'm going to New York. And like day one, Amy is crying and just absolutely like heartbroken. She's like, I miss Heartland. I miss Ty. And then I assume the aftershocks of leaving Sugarfoot's presence is really destroying her emotionally. <laughs> she can't handle it. Mm -hmm. So she calls Ty and she's like, everything sucks. And then he's like, oh, I'm just so proud of you. You're doing great. Because relationships, I don't know. Uh, and, you know, it's all great. She uh, gets glad, I guess, that Ty is supporting her. And so Hutton's like, go take a trail ride in the woods. And just gives her wrong directions. She gets lost in the wood, has to trust Mercury to take her home in the dark and she's like nobody came looking for me but it turns out that hutton was just using weird mysterious teaching methods to help her find her own way she figured it out so then she's like let's do join up with mercury which she didn't try despite the fact that this is what helps with every fucking horse she brings in here she's like never mind with mercury i don't know i'll try other shit uh so anyways then mercury gets obsessed with her like everybody always does and like follows her over small jumps and carrie's like this is the best day ever they like love each other amy rides mercury over jumps everything's great ty comes and picks her up and like they're all miraculously cured because of join up and that's the end of this book accurate yeah fucking accurate i, I love that amy's uh takeaway from all this wasn't what hey, her takeaway was i need to find my own path Instead of, maybe it's just not fucking about me. <laughs> yep. And I feel like that's more what Hutton was trying to say. <laughs> it's not about you. And I think Hutton was right. It's not about her all the time. Yeah. I had not thought about how negative it is to be away from Sugarfoot once you're caught in his evil web of despair, mm. you know, mm -hmm. you would sort of naturally think that things would get better the further away you get, but it turns out it's like quitting a medicine too quickly or something. Yeah, I was about to say it's a withdrawal period. Yeah. yeah. You've got all this, like, thing that's eating your grief, and then suddenly you can feel your own grief. Oh, no. Oh. You just got to break down on a horse and cry. Mm-hmm. Yep. In a field, preferably. Yeah. That was always all makes I me could feel better. About with the, uh, the, the horse named Mercury. That's all I could think about was the Mercury seats. <laughs> Same. Like the entire time. <laughs> the whole time. I love that it really fucked Ben and Red up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just completely sapped Ben's confidence, which I'm sure we'll find out in the next book is the problem. Yeah, he's all like skipping competitions now. And, like, losing his world ranking or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. His, his Virginia yeah. world ranking. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how that stuff works. Uh, yeah, I mean, what was he supposed to do? Go to, like, go prelim? Was that the issue? And then he was going to... High prelim? High prelim? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. was what it said. 
Yeah. I don't know what that means. It sounds like, sounds like you're still not there yet. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what so they should just start calling it. You're not there yet. You're still not there yet. <laughs> Getting closer to being there, but not quite. <laughs> Fix it to get ready to be there. Fix <laughs> I would love to tell you what the rankings are, but I'll be completely honest. There's one, uh, there's like beginner novice and something called SN, which stands for something novice. But I always, I, in my head, I always called it super novice. So now I can't tell you it's anything but super novice because I don't know what it stands for anymore. And I'll radio that in too. If I'm ever jump judging, like I'll say that shit to anybody that's there. Like, yeah, the super novice course. Like, I don't, I don't care. (laughs) That's not what it's called. Oh my god. I would love to just be listening to the radio next to somebody who does know and have them go, what the fuck? fuck Do we have a super novice? Is this core? I thought it... Starter novice! It's starter novice. Oh, there you go. Ah, got it. You got it. We got there in the end. (laughs) Super novice. Wait, so beginner novice and starter novice are two different things? Because they sound like Mm -hmm. they would be the same thing. I thought you were going to say like seasoned novice. No, it's like starter novice, beginner novice. And this is slightly different, too, from like the show jumping world, I think. But I don't uh, It doesn't really matter to me. So I don't care. I don't follow this shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like super novice, beginner novice. And then like there's like novice training, blah, 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 prelim. And then you get into like one star, two star, three star, so on and so forth. Some bullshit. But basically prelim is right before you get to go into like the cool shit that would actually give you like a world ranking or whatever. Yeah. I want a world ranking. I think you should get one. I know. I don't even care if I'm last. (laughs) I just want one. I mean, if you're last of the super good people, you're still very good. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a spot for me, though, does it? I think you could do it. Yeah. I don't know in what sport or whatever that we're talking about, but I think you could do it. I was thinking horses. I think we should definitely get you there. (laughs) Oh, yes. Let's start right now. I don't even know what's more specific than that. I'm just like, I walk into a place. I'm here to horse. <laughs> Show me to the horsing arena. Absolutely. Your finest horse. Yes. I just assume we're jousting. I want to joust so bad. I would joust with you in a heartbeat. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it was just like, How oh, mad would you be? No. If we jousted and I knocked you off. Zero. Zero mad. (laughs) I'd be a little mad. Yeah, Yeah. I was about to say. I'm pretty competitive and I know how to ride a horse. So I'd be like, "Mm, I'll end you. I'll end you right now. (laughs) I mean, I'd be competitive about it. But the minute I got like absolutely. And like I'm talking full on lance to the chest, lifted out of the saddle, smashed the ground. I would be like, this is so fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be so pumped. Are you full full suit of armor, I'm assuming? Obviously. Yeah. How else would you do it? For yeah. real. Come on. No, I just a baking this. fucking yeah. cookie sheet. <laughs> Pillows and duct tape I would also accept. Like, really bad. Like, wrapped around. Because that would be funny, too. Layers, yeah. I, uh, I, there has to be a place where one can go joust. I'm that sure. That has to exist. I'm pretty sure there's a jousting camp where you can, like, go oh. for, like, a week. I don't know if you have to bring your own horse or not, but we could, we could just buy one super cheap off the side of the road and show up. 
Hey, if looking at sites to buy horses in Georgia has taught me anything, yes, you're correct. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Like, people, like, I see cars for sale in parking lots. I just assume now that I'm just missing all the horses where yeah. this happens. Well, it's, it's because really you don't go out to, like, White or Rydal or anything like true. that. Like $75 OBO. <laughs> on a horse i don't know <laughs> i'll give you twelve dollars <laughs> nobody else is offering that i guarantee it i guarantee it everybody's offering you more but this is my best offer <laughs> and you said you didn't specify it had to be your best offer you just said or best offer it's my best that's my argument they have to accept it now i would go and buy a horse and then like roughly 30 seconds later after purchasing the horse i'd be like shit I have no idea what to do now. I think this thing eats. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Help. What am do with horse? Yeah. <laughs> what if they hand you like, they put like a lead line on, they, they hand you the horse like, all right, he's yours now. And then you grab him. You're like, all right, now what? <laughs> yeah, that, that would 100% be me. <laughs> I'd just be like holding it by the, the rope and just be like, giddy up. Giddy up. No, go. No. Go. Yeah, go. <laughs> Poke it with a stick. Do something. Do horse shit. Yeah, jump and jump over poops. me. Yeah. Your $12 Craigslist horse, jump over me. I fully trust you to not kick me in the fucking head while you try this. Yeah. yeah. Look at me, horse. I'm an oxer. I know that word now. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Uh, so how'd you guys like the book? Um, yeah, <laughs> I just, I just wanted to, I don't know. Ty was kind of being a fuck boy. Um, yeah, he was. A little he bit. Was, he, like, so the most recent episode that released, all I did was talk about how great Ty was. And we then I did. read this book and I'm like, no, huh. no, he's, he's kind of a jerk. He's like, oh, that wasn't my idea, and you didn't talk to me about it before you had an idea. So, <laughs> before yeah. you had an idea, that was the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, no like shit, was, I'm talking to yeah. you about it right now. Yeah, while I'm having the idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I guess, you fuckstick. Yeah, I guess I just won't be part of any decisions here. And I'm like, I don't think that's how it's supposed to work, bud. Like, also, it's still not your business. Yeah. <laughs> You work here and are dating her. You don't own it. <laughs> she was like giving him credit at the end. And I was like, why? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like all of that too is just uses this build up to be like, our relationship is never going to work because we aren't on the same page with one thing. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now. I have lived my entire life up to a certain point, um, adhering strictly to that rule. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, you have to let it go. I mean, eventually. Yeah. I still cling 15 to 15 is it not sometimes. when you should let it go. <laughs> yeah, 15 is not at all the time to let it go. You no. should give it to at least like 30 before you really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one felt like filler book. 
Absolutely. And it shouldn't have because it has some really good stuff in it. Like, I love Hutton. He's a goof and a quack and a crazy person. And I need more. Uh, he, he felt kind of Miyagi to me. Well, of course. He, yeah. yeah, that's that's what I got. Like, paint the fence. You'll figure it out later why it's important. Yeah, but you, you always do, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting that you said that, Jenna, because I had not thought of it that way. Like, I read the book, and she's like, oh, I gotta let him do it. You know, I can't I can't do it for the horse. And then you were like, no, it's not about you. And I was like, wait, <laughs> hold on. That is, that's a much better way of phrasing it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have gotten the point across a whole lot better than what they did in the book. Yes, a thousand times, yes, it would have gotten yeah. the point across better. I think I'm going to start like a youth camp for for kids who are very self-centered. And, and my whole thing is like they come to me for a day and I just grab them by the face and go, it's not about you <laughs> over and over and over again until they fucking get it. I think they'll fucking get it, right? Like I don't let go until they fucking get it. <laughs> It might be like more than a day for some of them. Yeah. I was oh, say. yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need some lozenges. And um, somehow maybe I some of those little grip trainers so I can keep hold of their face. I feel like the, the more you focus on one child to tell them it's not about them, the more they're going to believe it's about them. So it might have like hmm. negative hmm. effects there. Hmm. Maybe the best thing would be to ignore them. Or maybe I'll just make them paint a fence. Yeah. (laughs) That could work. Or send them into the woods on a horse and give them the wrong directions. Yeah, I was about to say, put them in some kind of peril. And then when they complain. Perceived. Perceived peril. (laughs) Maybe real real. peril would work better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) True. She did not come out of this thinking it was not about her. Yeah. Yeah. That That was the... I'm not, I, I'm not going to say the wildest part of this book because it's probably not, but like the fact that she came back from the woods and was like, you didn't send out a search party. At home, there would have been a search party. And there, they're just like all waiting around the table like, hey, we got you a plate or whatever. And she was pissed about that. I'm like, right. this is the best possible scenario. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That means they weren't worried. You, they knew you were coming back. There's no way to get lost if you stay on the fucking trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said literally every path goes right back to the cabin. Yep. Every single one. I would be like, oh, cool. You think I'm smart enough to stay on the trail. I'm flattered. (laughs) I don't know. It just didn't seem that perilous. Like, as somebody who has gotten lost in the woods before and then interrupted a 5K to ask a jogger where to go. (laughs) (laughs) Probably fine. (laughs) Yeah, we went down this path and I'm like, this does not look like we should be riding horses on it. And then there's a bunch of joggers. I'm like, hey, where do we go? And they're like, not here like back that way i was like great and they're like horses and i'm like ah and rode away fuck you man uh, i've done a number of 5ks in my life and i gotta say if a horse ever showed up that would be the best the best one yeah by far i was even i even did one at an equestrian park nothing no horses no horses how how did they manage that they had an obstacle course set up so I think they kind of kept them away from that. Like they dug holes and shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, would, that uh, would be, I got be pretty bad. <laughs> I see it now. Yeah. I mean, okay. 
just talking about 5Ks for a second, an obstacle course 5K sounds great. Straight 5K does not sound great. No, straight 5K. Um, Tim, you uh, can shut up for a second. Straight okay. 5K sucks. <laughs> Tim likes them. <laughs> yeah. I do. I've, never done, I've never done the obstacle one. I've never. Oh, it's so much fun. Although I did almost die and it was fantastic. Would you do another one? Hell yeah. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Well, uh, assuming my blood pressure is under control, yes. In a heartbeat. Because I almost had a heart attack. It was great. Fun. <laughs> my blood pressure was like 214 over something fucking crazy. 100 and something. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You almost yeah. became an obstacle on the course. Indeed. <laughs> my entire face was purple. And they were like, can you just not and sit down and, and don't move? And I was like, oh, but there's another obstacle coming up and I have to get over it in order to get out of here. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's not good. I finished it, though. I never doubted for a second, honestly. <laughs> Even when you said there's one more obstacle, I'm like, yeah, she took a break and went over the last one, obviously. <laughs> oh, it wasn't the last one. I just, I <laughs> couldn't stop. That's so My much brain better. was like, I have to walk this way anyway. Why wouldn't I just do the thing? And they're like, because you will die. And I was like, <laughs> I will die having fun. And then when I'm dead, you better put a beer in my fucking dead hand. Weekend at Bernie. It's free and I'm yeah. getting it. <laughs> There's free beer at the end of the obstacle course 5K? Yeah. Why does anybody ever do anything else? I don't know. That's wild. That's wild. Tim, do they have beer at the end of regular 5Ks? Um, Some. Like Not one. Many. Like yeah. one. The Oktoberfest one. Come yeah, on. I, oh, I got a yeah, free beer when I finished my marathon. And that was literally the best <laughs> beer any human has ever consumed, ever. Oh, man. I and feel like the literal... Course. Oh, my God. It, it, I'm Probably. sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the literal last thing that I want after running that far uh, would be a beer. It would probably be um, legit ice wanted all over any, my entire body. Anything in my person. Yeah. It did not At that matter. point, it was hydrating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like... <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and then you sat down and couldn't move your legs. Yeah. No. And then you drank beer no. until you could move your yeah. legs. Hey. Was, after the, the 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 marathon was not so bad. The next day, <laughs> it, it was like in a full body cast without the cast. <laughs> like I was just doing the starfish and like couldn't move anything. Oh, like, no. Everything hurts. Like, why do my forearms hurt? I didn't run on my forearms, but my forearms hurt. Because <laughs> you had to move some of the hurt away from your lower body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or else, like, explosions. The, the legs were like, you guys got to share. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. I, that's one of the ones where I, I did that once. Check. We I don't, don't have need to, to do revisit that one. that one. Yeah. No, I don't need to do that one. I'm okay. I'll do more obstacle courses. That'll be fun. With many, many braces. Many braces on my frail body. <laughs> I would do an obstacle course run with you guys. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll set that up then. Tim would leave us behind. That's fine. That's how it was when me and Jenna ran the 5K. 
Yeah. You just yeah. left her. Yeah. I was she, like, okay, I'll see you at the end. Yeah, she told me just she's like, You go you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you look like somebody who needs to actually move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this book it was kind of meh. We didn't really get anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like the weirdest part, I think, was the fact that like this guy clearly has a lot of experience in like some sort of like liberty work, tactless work. And she just went there and like she could have learned some of that, but instead she just did the same stuff she always does and could have done it at home had she yeah. just thought to do it. Yeah. See, like it was kind of weird to me that the way to get the horse to jump was just kind of go stand over on the other side, I guess, with some kind of treat and just say, here, boy. Yeah. And, and wait a minute. Horse is like, oh, I need to jump to get the treat that I assume was there. The sheer common sense of her just like letting him be okay near it. Yeah. Before trying anything. It's just like, is there actually a brain in there though? <laughs> is there? No. And no. the only other good idea was Ben's. Like, when he was like, hey, they're, like, amped up. They're racing each other. Like, maybe he'll follow my horse over. That's like, yeah, maybe that'll work. And then it didn't. And that's fine. Because yeah. sometimes that would work. But, like, yeah. <laughs> now, I wonder if we're going to get a whole book of Ben thinking he's trash next. I hope so. Yeah. I need that down in the dumps energy. Yeah. Yeah. Sugarfoot needs to feed. <laughs> Bring that angst home. Yes. I bet if they looked up who Mercury's owners were, it would just be like some sort of shell corporation that yeah. leads back to Sugarfoot. Yeah. <laughs> Everything has the initials SF. He like he already took down Lou, so like that's not an obstacle. He like yeah. he forced Lou into join up with him. His yes. next person is Ben. He Definitely. knows that Ty and Amy will be harder. Maybe Ty was being such a fuckboy because of Sugarfoot. How hard Sugarfoot was working on him Ooh. to get to Amy. I'm 100% convinced. Sir, Soraya? 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 Soraya's? Stop it. There was <laughs> there was a whole horror movie that happened behind the scenes when Amy went to Hood and Sereasis <laughs> was like, I'll come help at the farm for, or at the at the stables for a little while while you're gone. Cause that's how Sereasis talks. Yeah. Um and then she got the, there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, she, uh, she got there and encountered Sugarfoot and Sugarfoot was going to take her over much in the same way that he did Marnie. But I believe that Cereus probably fought back. I can't stop saying that now. Like that's how it is in my brain now. Um, <laughs> she probably fought back and there was like a whole week of her, you know, horror movie style haunted by Sugarfoot 
at first not knowing what the problem was and then realizing that he was trying to overtake her. And I feel like that would have been a much better story to read. Like if this story had started with like Amy saying, hey, I'm going to go away for a week. And Soraya was like, I'm going to go cover for you. And then we got that whole week. That would have been the good book to read. Yeah. And I don't know how it turned out because we never heard from Soraya again. And she's dead now. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that, like, she went away, for my Animorphs reference here, she went away into a possible, like, sharing situation and then came back. Mm. And now you don't know. Is she yerked? Is she not yerked? She's the Melissa Chapman of Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This makes perfect sense to a very specific section. <laughs> uh, let me think if I can if I can broaden that up a little bit. Um, okay, so original Soraya goes into a building with a bunch of pod people and then comes out, and now you don't know if she's a pod people or not. Exactly. I feel like everybody knows what a pod people is. I have no idea, but I knew what a Melissa oh Chapman was. Oh my god! Was, so. It's Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Oh, it's been so long. It'll come back to me, though, slowly. Okay. Maybe. They'd, like, or they'd like, like, kill the original and then replace you. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the reason they were pod persons because they're put in, like, giant cocoon thingies. Or they were grown in giant cocoon thingies, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Something like that. Okay. I got it. I got there. And then they come out younger. Oh, wait, no, that's just Cocoon. Yeah, that's Cocoon. With Wilford Brimley. Cocoon's a good movie. It is a good movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Nobody ever talks about Cocoon. One of those movies that I shouldn't have liked when I was a kid because I don't think it was made for me, but I really No, and I think that it was like overtly, like really hypersexual. And yet we watched it as children. (laughs) I remember watching that, and there was a movie called Batteries Not Included. Do you remember Batteries Not Included? I feel like I do. Those movies all got lumped in together for me. Oh. It's about the little machines, little alien machines or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to look it up later and yeah. be like, oh my god, so many memories unlocked. <laughs> the only thing I wanted to contribute there was toy soldiers or small soldiers or whatever that movie was. Oh <laughs> man. Like, That's not what you're talking about. <laughs> With the little little sergeant dude and the little whatever the hell he was alien boy thingy. The lion guy. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> There's no way to know. But he was right and the sergeant dude was wrong and that's all that matters. That is all that matters. And it was terrifying as a child. <laughs> it was Until scary. it was amazing. Until everybody got on a boat and left. Or whatever. Is that how it ended? I don't remember. I feel like it did, but it was like a small boat, and it was just like a small lake, and they just like... I could be totally misremembering this, but in my mind, it was a very small boat on a very small lake, but they were just like, we gotta discover wind, guys. Isn't, that how, isn't that how Lord of the Rings ended? Are you getting those two confused? Yeah. No, no it's, that was a big, bigger boat on a big yeah. lake. Big. That's how I keep them separated in my mind. <laughs> Yeah, the that's the only lake. difference, really, is the size of yeah. the boat and lake. 
Listen, they were both headed to the Grey Havens. What the difference was was the size of the body of water. Indeed. I I I think you should rewatch this movie <laughs> and just watch for the metaphor that is Lord of the Rings in the story. You say it like I won't find the Lord of the Rings <laughs> metaphor in everything I watch. <laughs> All right. So my term for this week is a term that I should have figured out on my own after like 10 of these books. <laughs> but I haven't for a couple of reasons. One, I don't know anything about horses. And two, I misread the word the first time and read it as luging. And I can't undo that now. So every time they talk about lunging a horse... I immediately go to like a two-man bobsled <laughs> with the horse in the back. Okay. And you're obviously rooting for the Jamaican team. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, great. So what is lunging? Jenna, who should take this one? I, I just, I, I feel like if, Tim, you read these books, right? Yeah. It sounds like you're just walking a horse. Like it would walk a dog. Uh, kind of. You know what really confused me? was <laughs> She said you take the, the, the lunge line or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you take the, the whip or whatever, and you make a V. And I'm like, nah, what? what? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't understand what's going on here. I, I thought you. you were walking your horse on a leash. And you had your really big plastic bag so you could poop or scoop her. Because the neighbors will be pissed if you let the horse poop on their lawn and you leave it. You're goddamn right they will. And to whoever is letting your dog shit in my yard, I know it. And I'm coming for you. And I'm bringing my dog to your yard. Just know that. He's shitting all over the place up in there. Sorry. Anyway, you had to trigger me like that, Tim. Why'd you do it? I didn't know that was it. A hot button issue for you it's currently. right by my fucking mailbox. I almost stepped in it the other morning. That's very rude. Right? Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, lunging. Uh, I'll, um, I'll just go. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Uh, so, lunging <laughs> is kind of, in a way, I guess, similar to walking a dog in that you have a long lead on them. But you are generally standing in the center of a circle and the horse is moving around you in a big circle and you're just kind of following them. So what she meant by keeping that V is that in your one hand that is attached to generally around the horse's face, you'll have it like going through their bridle or halter or lunge cavacin or to the saddle, whatever, how you have mm-hmm. it rigged up, do you. But you have one line going to the face and then the whip comes behind them. And the reason you want that V is you keep the horse centered in it, right? So the one that's attached to their face is your drawback. That's what stops them. You can like send your energy that way to bring them back and slow them down. But the whip is driving them from behind so you can get them to speed up. And you don't just walk them. You can do walk, trot, canter, all that stuff. Not gallop, but you can do the rest of the stuff That'd on the lunge line. That'd be wild. Oh, my God. <laughs> You'd be skiing within seconds. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, yeah, you just have them, like, go around you. And that can be for exercise or for working on different collection sort of stuff or, like, all sorts of things. You can use it yeah. for all sorts of reasons. 
and you will also be tired at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they, if they take <laughs> off, you will be very tired by the end. <laughs> so why do you do this? Sometimes it's to to like calm them down. If they have a lot of energy, you can use it mm-hmm. to get the energy out. And that's, I think, what most people use it for. But you can also use it to teach them how to move without a human rider on them, but in a collected manner. Like you can rig things Mm -hmm. up so that you have control that kind of like helps them figure out where to place their body to like use it more correctly. Um, Sometimes horses are just calmer on the lunge line. So you can kind of get them in a good headspace before you start riding them so that they're not like kind of like all over mentally. Yeah. You can do a bunch of different reasons. Sometimes if the horse can't have a person's body weight on them yet because of an injury, you can put them on a lunge line if they can withstand being on a circle that small because that can also be hard on their bodies. Um, but if they're good to start moving, you can put them on a lunge line to have them like just move around you and kind of like get out of their stall, get out of whatever rest they're on and start moving. How long is a lunge line? You can buy them in a few different lengths, but like, I don't know, probably 20, 30 feet generally, yeah. I think be the most common. How big is the whip if you're 20 feet away from them? It's a lunge whip. So it's like pretty long. And then it has like a also very long like rope portion of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, you're not actually hitting them with the whip ever. Like that's just to encourage. And then you can kind of like flick it out behind them. You don't like hit them with the whip. No. You, you can just like snap it. Yeah, you can crack it. Um, and a lot of times they don't even need that. You just like kind of move it towards or away from their butt and that pressure, they can see that. So they'll move away from it. Even Mm -hmm. like they're just trained to know you. They turn into Jenna's. They do not want to be touched. They do not want to be touched. They do not want their butts to be touched. Not on, not now, not in this scenario. So that, that also really confused me because like originally in my head, the lunge line was really long, but then when they talked about the whip, I was very confused at the V and I had the V in the wrong direction. But when they talked about the whip, I'm like, okay, so this thing's like, they're like four feet away from them. And so I was, I was getting really confused. Yeah, that's fair. There's a lot going on there. That's Mm -hmm. technical and discombobulated. How long do you usually lunge a horse? Um, you shouldn't do it for too long because you, you can hurt them, but like some people can go for like, a really long time i i would probably like if i was warming up i mean maybe 20 minutes i think tops would be okay what you're doing is is if they're really like conditioned to it and want whatever yeah some people though that are kind of dicks if they have like a client horse and they just want to tire them out before their old ailing client gets on we'll do it for like forever but the horse Jesus. can't run anymore yeah but those are dick watts <laughs> much like amy did to spartan Forever. <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the storm. In the, with storm. the lightning. <laughs> All right. I have learned something that I probably nice. should have put together a long time. Like, they, they <laughs> lunch a lot in these books. Yeah. Like, yeah. it happens a lot. But yeah. when, when she said make the V, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, trying to figure out how you would hold a rope to make a V. Like, I don't know. I was confused. In a way that was... Because, like, obviously there's a solution of just like this. But that, like, that's not helpful for lunging. That's just between that's your not two a, hands. Yeah, but that's... That's a U. You're right. It's a U. Between yeah. your two hands would be a U. <laughs> U. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so she dropped the whip in the middle of the that's holding what the rope like, treater to... Okay, I got yeah, it. I see? know where you were going. That's why I was like, she was, like, putting pressure on the center of the rope to make the V. 
And I'm like, you're like, how does that? Why? Happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, this doesn't make sense. Just hold the thing tighter. It would have the same effect. <laughs> Don't forget to make your V. Like, yeah. I wonder how. Like, I won't. If 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 Lou had to be told to remember to make her V, how was she holding it? What letter was she making? That I, that she had to be like, remember to make your V. Like, was she a T? Was she holding the the whip in the middle? She probably let like dr- like dropped her back hand with the whip and let it kind of drag behind her or something yeah. like that. So it was more Would of a Y. Yeah, or just a much bigger V than it should <laughs> be. <Yeah. laughs> At some point, your V gets so big it becomes a an I though. So. Yeah, but then the minute you get bigger than that, is back to being a V. So like, there's only one point where it's not a V. That is straight. We need to figure to what what degree is your V no longer a V? Dude, literally just one eighty because like, yeah. any other time it's a V. Well, no, because it becomes an L at some point in there at ninety. <laughs> okay, so, so okay. Yeah. So like ninety and one eighty. Yeah. And the other three hundred and your perfect fifty-seven points is a V. <laughs> there are three hundred and fifty-seven ways to get it right, and three ways to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Your perfect well, I guess, is forty-five I guess degrees. But like, maybe there's like a perfect. No, wait, that's an L. Like, no, no that's ninety degrees. Ninety okay. degrees is an L. But uh, 90 can also be a V, I guess. Maybe there's like a mathematical perfect V and it's like 43 and a half degrees or something like that. Right. And L is also a V, just not tipped. <laughs> sure. And L is also... Oh, hold on. Maybe you're maybe you're onto something there. Maybe you could have a 90 degree V if you just lean that sucker, you lean that L over. I literally can't. Oh my God. <laughs> Loser me? It's she just did the thumb and the, the forefinger. Oh but then a V. God. It's just a V. <laughs> they tell you that thing when you were kids about how your your left hand is the one that makes the L. They, like, and did you immediately go, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's Which exactly one? what I was Which Yeah. L? They both make an L. Right. It's one palm faces towards you and one palm faces away. Have I ever told you guys how I figured out left and right? No. Um, Do they have left and right in Canada? I thought yes. that was. I thought left and right were imperial. No, that's, it's also metric. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, no, I was being driven home from the barn one day, and I did not know my lefts and rights. And they asked for directions, and I was like, 50 50 shot." So I picked left or right, and I said right. And it was the wrong one. So I just apologized profusely and told them I got confused about where I lived. And then from there, just figured out how bad did I fuck that up. And then I figured out which one was left and right from like, right's the fuck up way. Left is the correct way. And then I just, you know, I got it. Right's the I, fuck up way. <laughs> yeah. I still get them fucked up because I'm left handed. But I was made to write with my right hand in elementary school. So I'm still, I have no fucking clue. It's, it's one of them. It's, it's, either, it's either the one that I can do everything with or the one that I can only write with. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, there we go. I can only write with it. Thank you. I have now figured it out and it's thanks to you guys. 
That's what we're here for. <laughs> for figuring out what's a V and for teaching left and right. Oh, no. So, okay. If 45 degrees is a V. Oh, no. And then we you, can't talk about Vs anymore. Okay, please. You open that up and it becomes no. an L. And then you, you, you open it up even more and it becomes an I. If you Tim. continue opening it up to where it's like one it's of It's a V again. Does it become an R? No, it's a V. Just the other way. <laughs> Just the other <laughs> It's an inverse V. Can we stop talking about opening up Vs? Jenna's been trying to walk me to that. I just now got what she's been saying. <laughs> she's like, I'm not stop, saying it. Anything. stop it, You're stop it, stop it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> on that note we'll go to horse news (laughs) oh my god okay i'm so excited to talk about horse news this week so um i was like struggling to find anything that was like super cool but it turns out that we've we scientists cool people people that do shit the movers and shakers of the world they've figured out where the genetic horse came from that we know today so for a long time everybody thought that horses came out of kazakhstan But as it turns out, what they did was they figured out what we would have genetically selected horses for using like a study of like 50,000 different genetic codes. And they're like, of course, we would have gone for a strong back. And so they looked at that, but also the anxiety gene because they wanted horses that were calm when you were riding them. So they found those two genes traced it back through all these lineages of horses that they had on file and actually narrowed it down to one 500 kilometer area in Russia, which is where like the original horse that we know and love today came from. And they could trace it spreading throughout like the entire world very, very fast because everybody was like, cool, we want something to ride. We want like a mode of transport that's like faster and better than what we have. So they figured out all of this and have now confirmed that the horses that we know and love today as domesticated horses came from Russia in one 500 kilometer circle. Wow. So fucking cool. That's nuts. So like right? within a town. Yeah. They know yeah. this. Yeah. Horse- Horseville. Horseville. <laughs> Horseville, Russia. Like, yeah. that's crazy. And then they figured out as well that it happened even faster. Like, we've been thinking that it happened around 4,200 years ago. It, they actually found evidence of this happening 5,500 years ago. Oh, wow. snap. Yeah. It's crazy. They found all sorts of like stuff like uh, old pottery with like horse bones and horse milk in it, like traces of horse milk. It's crazy. It's so cool. So I was very very excited to share that with you. Hell yeah. 
I just imagine this horse community. When when you say pottery and stuff, as it was pottery that was fashioned by horses. Yes. Mm, they, had, yeah. they had a little horse currency. Little sugar feats. Stomping yes. in the clay. <laughs> there was a horse president. So we have to add this town to our our tour, our list of yeah. places. Yeah. We're going to have to. Yeah. Because I need to know. I need to know where they came from. Yeah. The birthplace of horse. Yes. We got to go. It's true. The birthplace of horse. All right. Jenna. Oh, my turn? Yeah, I think it's time for you to, to stump us again. <laughs> I don't. I was so demoralized listening you know. to the episode this week. Oh, <laughs> I'm so like we did sorry. So bad. Don't be. We just did so, so bad. Um, I will say I came up with these last week uh, in a rush when I still thought we were going to record last week. By the way, listener, uh, you don't know nothing. <laughs> we definitely recorded on time. I wasn't oh, terrible. Tim and I definitely read the book before last week's episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. The horse quiz. Ba, ba, ba. I'm still workshopping stuff. Woohoo. <laughs> uh, this first horse. Originally, well, I wouldn't say originally, but definitely made a name for himself and his writer in Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. These are these are all fictional or fictional-ish horses. Okay. They're all media horses. Media horses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's just where my it's- brain was at, I guess. It's not Trigger. That's Roy Rogers. That's not from Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. Didn't you say Buffalo Bill? Wasn't that in I feel Wild like... Wild West? I feel like that was in something though that we've already talked about. I feel like it's in so many things. Though. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> that's where Annie Oakley was. Everybody loves Annie Oakley. I hear you can't catch a man with a gun though. Not alive. <laughs> I auditioned for that show with that song, and I was like, yeah, I'm clearly going to get it, even though I was, like, 13. Clearly, I'm going to be Annie Oakley. I'm sold. <laughs> I, I wasn't, for the record. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> we should go shoot them. That would show them. <laughs> I would show them. I won't do it, but it would show them. It doesn't have to be fatal. It would just be like, look how good I am with the gun. You should have cast me for Annie Oakley. Like, we don't have to physically shoot them, but their bodies. We can shoot a hat off their heads. Mm, yeah. Like, show them you have yeah, a I, skill set. I am absolutely that good with a gun. I believe it. Yeah. All right. What's another hint? <laughs> Despite what the movie says, this horse probably didn't actually take part in a 3,000 mile race across the Najd Hidalgo? Desert. Hidalgo? It is Hidalgo. Hidalgo. Ah! Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes, we gotta watch that movie. It's so good! I feel like I knew that one too. You did, because Viggo Mortensen. Obviously, yeah. Lord of the Rings, taking it back. That was Aragorn. Yeah. Obviously, Tim, you knew that one. Yeah. yeah, one of my other clues was gonna be about how the actor who played the lead, uh, Bill Hopkins, later bought one of the horses used during the filming of this movie, and that's something that he would do for three more horses later on for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Bought three of them. 
He bought three used horses? Yeah. Do you think he OBO'd? No, I think he overpaid. Oh, Intentionally. Intentionally. I wouldn't say that he overpaid, because they're probably amazing horses, but... I mean, they they were. Brago is no longer with us. Two of them. Two of them passed away. I'm sure they... Lord of the Rings was like 20 fucking years ago. So long ago, yeah. (laughs) Wait. Do y'all have like a... Like a daily update on Vigo Mortensen's horses? Do you not get the newsletter? Vigo Horsensen? No, it's Brago chat, but alright. Brago chat. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, I thought we signed you up. Yeah, was that not part of your horse girls package that you received? No. Oh, we'll rectify this. Okay. Ready for horse number two? Yes. Yes. This horse made his first and last appearance in an episode of a TV show titled Harvest Festival. The episode is titled Harvest Festival. Oh, uh, Little Sebastian. Oh, my God, Alex. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Tim. Oh, Tim. You're getting swept again, brother. (laughs) That was so fast. I, I was amazed. I was like, wait a minute, that sounds very familiar. You know what's <laughs> funny is you said the Harvest Festival, and I didn't even think about horses anymore. I just thought about harvesting grass and the, <laughs> the Yarvis Festival. Because <laughs> oh, I, I can't, can't focus. Can't wait. Can't wait yep. for you to get that beautiful carbon fiber scythe. <laughs> it's going to be so good. I can't wait to get video of you in your yard just scything away. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I, th- I sure. guess. Oh, it's probably reaping, right? Probably. Yes, reaping. Reaping the grass yeah. that you have sown. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for horse number three? I hope so. Need to take a little break and recuperate from that, Tim? No, 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 no. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it now. You, you got this. Mm-hmm. Just, just really take this in. This horse had a dashing alter ego who was known for his pl- proclivity for smashing people on the head with his quattro guitar. Is this like a death metal horse from that cartoon about that metal band? Metalocalypse? <laughs> yeah. Was that a thing in Metalocalypse? I don't know that I ever watched that show. I don't know why this is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> it is incorrect. Great. So- <laughs> Hold on. Tell me, tell me that first one again. This horse had a dashing alter ego who was known for his proclivity for smashing people on the head with his quattro guitar. Bojack Horseman? No. It's just cartoons in my head. I don't know why. I can't picture a live action horse smashing people with a guitar. It is a cartoon, yeah. Okay, that's that's good, I guess. Professional wrestler, the honky-tonk man. No. <laughs> it's the only person I could think of that smashed people in the head with guitars. You ready for clue number two? Yes. Yeah. I only have three clues for this one because I thought that would be the quick one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he was drawn to be an anthropomorphic horse, he would often be d- depicted riding more realistically drawn horses, including in the intro. Quick draw McGraw? There you go. Woo! Nice. Yep. Take that, Alex. I don't know what that is. You don't know what Quick Draw McGraw is? I don't know what that is. 
<laughs> oh no. Uh. Oh Canada. <laughs> You poor Canadian thing. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's probably fine. I really want... I, I I, don't know how much of a reach I have right now with my comment. But if you can hear me, tweet at Alex and Birds all the pictures of Quick Draw McGraw that you can find. Every one of them. Every yeah. one of them. Light it up. I can't wait. Including as El Cabong. Elka, that's what it was. Yes. Ah, okay. Thank you. That's the first. I don't remember the last time we split one like this. That's yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All been one sided. I don't think we've ever truly split one. The closest we ever got was the Alexander the Great. I also, yeah. I don't know what to do with <laughs> us. This is the quickest we've ever made it through. It is. Yeah. Was like so, by I a need lot. To... I made the clues really good, I guess. <laughs> I normally make them shitty, and I get called out for it. Like, oh, that horse quiz is really hard, because you suck at this. Who is like, calling you oh. out? It's fantastic. No. It's, uh, oh. Who, who would call you out about your clues? They're the best. <laughs> Nobody... No. I'll fight them. I'll fucking I was just fight told them. that it was really hard. As it should be. We're horse girls. These are fucking qualifications. We're standing on a pedestal that we put ourselves on saying we are more horse girls than all of you. The quiz should be fucking hard. All right, I'm making it extra hard next week. Yes. Way to to go. Way to go. Uh, I am high prelim horse girl at best. That's very good. I might even be super novice. No, that's, that's now you're at the bottom. You went, from, <laughs> you went from just about to go pro to like the fixing, bottom of the barrel. Fixing to get ready to go pro. Nice that job. Was, yeah, I know. I was really excited. I can't believe that I got that on the Harvest Festival one. Like, oh my God. I never remember episode titles ever of anything. So no. I don't remember the book titles from Animorphs half the time. I can tell you if somebody said that to me and I've seen every episode. Uh, I would have been like, the fuck show has a what? Huh? Hee haw. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Green Acres. You really wanted to get that one, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have gotten Hidalgo. Like, there's. Mm. That was also really fucking fast. Yeah. yeah. You were getting that one. You just didn't have the name quite as close to the front of your brain as I did. Yeah. Because I don't live in a state of always knowing about Vigo Mortensen's horses. Well, that's your own problem, really. Honestly. Yeah. Everyone. Newsletter. Yeah. Do you know that he bought the white horse that the girl that was a stunt double for Arwen when she ran with Frodo into um, Elrond's council? Exactly. I'm not even going to call it by its proper name, which is apparently fallen out of my brain. Rivendell. Thank you. When she (laughs) rode that horse into Rivendell. He bought that horse for that stunt double because she loved it so much. Yeah. But he didn't tell her, so it like got sold at auction, and she was heartbroken. And then he's like, "Just kidding! I bought it. Here's your horse." Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, she had like come to him saying, "I can't buy this horse, but if you buy it, I'll pay you back for it." And he was like, "Ah, we'll figure something out. I guess maybe." 
And then she was. She was like super heartbroken that 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 it had been sold at auction. And he's like, "Yeah, here you go. Here's your horse." And she's like, "Oh, what do I owe you?" And he was like, "Nothing. It's just love this horse, I guess." I I don't understand how y'all just know so many facts about Viggo Mortensen's horses. <laughs> because it's so dreamy that he does things like this. <laughs> yeah. I I don't care who it is. If you do things like this, you are a dreamy human. Mhm. A dreamin. A dreamin. <laughs> like i can think of nothing more than somebody buying a very like nice nice fucking horse and just being like here you go i want you to have it because you love it like yeah i'd 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 buy a shitty donkey but i'd be like (laughs) proud of my shitty donkey and be like i bought you a horse and everybody would not have the the heart to tell me that it's not a horse it's a shitty donkey I cannot tell you the level of excitement I would inform you you had a donkey with and just be so fucking... You'd be like, this is my great horse. I'd be like, this is a great fucking horse. Like, I would be right there with you with, like, excitement levels. <laughs> yeah. If if I had a donkey, the first thing I would do is go attack the big chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Tilting at really big chickens. <laughs> yeah. If y'all don't know what the big chicken is, Google it. I have a picture we could post. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love the big chicken. Good. It was so good. Uh, the only thing better than the big chicken was the fact that we somehow got there before you so you could drive up to see all of us fucking <laughs> staring at the big chicken. <laughs> I only hope that you guys were standing there going, that's, that is a big chicken. Yeah. That's exactly what we were doing. <laughs> Like, wow. And it's beak booms. I did not expect that. Yeah. yeah. I think when Tim pulled in, I was saying, do you think it's on a gear, the same speed for the eye and the beak to open at the same time? And then we're standing in silence watching it, trying to time him out. <laughs> and it does. It's on the same gear. Yeah. Can confirm. Definitely on the same gear. <laughs> this has been Chicken Talk, our new segment, <laughs> where we just talk about the big chicken. God damn it. Bok talk. Like, bok talk, talk is so good. Bok talk. <laughs> we should turn that into a segment. I don't care. That's just too good of a name. It doesn't even have to relate to chickens. It's just too good. I mean, we could try to make it chicken adjacent for as long as possible, but when we eventually stray from it, I think we just gotta keep rolling. <laughs> just Tim's grumpy face. <laughs> he looks so upset. Hidalgo. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry. Oh no. He's, he's like, so mad. I know, I know like six horses, so I'm like waiting for my opportunity. Hidalgo. I blew it. I'm down to five horses now. I hope none of them is a chestnut mare from Black Beauty because you did already miss that opportunity as well. <laughs> One day it's going to be Merry Legs. I assume you know Merry Legs. I do not. Oh man. Okay. Let me just well, let me just write a little note to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess that for every horse now. And that's why I wrote a note to myself. <laughs> Except, like, I'll screw it up before I get there. I'll be like, it had something to do with Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> Santa feet. The Santa horse. Santa feet. Oh, no. <laughs> He's related to Sugarfoot. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess it's time for the closing. And this brings our podcast to an end, similarly to the way that Sugarfoot ended Mrs. Bell.
Thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast, and if you want to buy some radical shirts and things, you can find our fucking sweet new link at bit.ly slash horsegirlspod because Horse Girls was taken, so it's Horse Girls Pod. It's pretty bitchin' shit. <laughs> it's pretty bitchin' shit. There's fucking shirts. <laughs> there's, there's fucking shirts that's gonna be the new it's fucking bats <laughs> I love Halloween it's freaking bats yeah it's freaking shirts <laughs> like our shit I don't know Um, want to take our relationship to the next level you know you do you can become part of our barn at horsegirls.club or patreon.com slash horsegirls, where we have a veritable plethora of things to offer you, like content, but way more importantly, horses in the barn. You can buy them. They're not metal. They're plastic, but they are metal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to find us on other podcasts, uh, we offer that service for you today at, I don't know, horsegirlspod.com. HQ. If you like Animorphs, you can check out Minds at Yerk and Animorphs Anonymous. But if you like D&D, you can also check out Botch Podcasts and Dungeons and Dragon Beams. And if you are betwitched by Jenna, check out her Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill. If I have to tell you one more time, it's with one L. I will fucking hurt you. It's one <laughs> L on the chill. Just the one. Maybe maybe I'll put two in. Just just for the chill. <laughs> just, just to add some chill. Alex. Alex. Alex has no chill. Zero chill. Zero chill at all. I would <laughs> I would chill more, except there's only one Al and I need them all to be aware. <laughs> Jenna, chill. If you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice, that's fantastic because I have news for you. That's great. He is on all sorts of podcasts like The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio, and I can now recognize him. The first time through on every podcast he voice acts on. That's not true at all. That's how good he is. He fucking tricks me every time. And then I have to go back and re-listen for Tim. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing we do. It's, it's hella cute, this thing we do. <laughs> and if you think our episode art is also hella cute, that's because it is. It was created by Casey D, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. So when when the V opens Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yes, Tim. Just saying. That's gonna stay with me for a while. Oh. I'm gonna go through every letter of the alphabet. You know, maybe that's what an A is, is a V that oh, tried to open no. and somebody no, was no. like, No, 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 I'm gonna put a little cord right here to keep you from opening. Oh god. And becoming an L. That's a chastity belt. You just described a chastity <laughs> belt. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm glad you went there instead of like, hey, Tim, have you ever seen anyone give birth? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. That's just Let's the cut go. from the V to an A, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this took a turn. Yeah, Let's go thank back you. To, Let's go back to Chastity Belt. <laughs> I guess I'll stop recording now. <laughs> God, please, hey.